Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. That almost felt like it was one voice. Yes, that was perfect. That we like did the Dragon Ball Z fusion. Right. Yeah. Fusion. <laughs> Yo, that was wild. That's good. Yeah. So how are you? I'm doing good. How have you been this week? Busy, tired, annoyed. I saw you put the the IG story of you taking apart like your old sink mm-hmm. and and throwing it over in bulk. Um, good job. Bulk is Monday, mm-hmm. so you yes. made sure to do it on the proper yes. day. Uh, I don't want to curse, but fuck our neighbors who just throw it out any day. Like there's a specific day and time to do X Y Z, and I'm always the type of person where I respect the laws and ordinances that are provided to me. Like somebody says, do something on this day. I do it on this day. I used to be upset about people not following the bulk day rule. And it's supposed to do, uh, it's supposed to go Monday night out into bulk so that they can pick it up Tuesday morning or whatever. But one, the trash here is so random. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they pick it up at 10 in the morning. Sometimes, sometimes it's six o'clock at night. So yeah, sometimes I would be like, you know, I got plenty of time. I got plenty of time. And then it's like uh, eight o'clock in the morning. All the trash you is hear, picked up. You hear, <laughs> and they're on the other side of the street. <laughs> yeah. They're leaving. Oh my what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sucks. Well, I used to care, but I started to notice that in our community, the further back you go, the uglier the houses are. Because mm-hmm. like our buildings are near-ish to the front, so they're like well painted yes. and maintained. When you get to the back, them things look busted. Yeah, those things look pretty old. I was like, whoa, are yeah. we in a ghetto? Right. <laughs> it doesn't even look like it belongs yeah. there. So I think they just keep the pretty ones that face the street or that are in the by the entrance nice. And then as you go further back, like people don't have curtains. They still have like hurricane tape yeah. on their windows. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the people don't even live there. I think they're like Airbnb it. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, which they don't like. But, you know, honestly, the HOA basically doesn't exist yeah, they here. Don't really, they don't really care. They really don't care. Mm-hmm. I had an incident with a neighbor and we were going back and forth for a while. And then uh, I was, I finally told my husband, I was like, just go over there. We got to talk to them in person. I feel like this is getting out of hand. And the one thing that we did agree on is the HOA sucks. She was like, honestly, like, I don't want to get the HOA involved anymore because the HOA is just bad. And I was like, they're not bad. They're terrible. They're, they're, yeah. they're literal trash. They're terrible. They're terrible. They're filled with terror. Yes, <laughs> there. So, yeah, I, I just I'm oof. when I move again, not doing that, not doing nature way. I'm actually doing or actually doing a house house like a single family standalone home, standalone home. Because yeah. this HOA thing is so pointless. It is like I'm sorry, but for us to pay, it's two fifteen a month for the maintenance for the property. We can't use the pool because of covid. They didn't take the, um, you know, the price didn't go down, even though I know. And I understand the pool has to get maintained whether or not we use it. But part of the pool maintenance is so that we can use it. So you're not going to tell me it costs that much money to maintain it. Two, I have a friend who does the billing for a landscaping company, like a huge, very popular landscaping company down here. And you're not going to tell me it costs because that's all they're doing now is cutting the grass. $215 $215 per unit. How many units would you say there's in this community? Uh, 45, 50. I was going to say there has to be at yeah. least more than a little more than 40. Mm-hmm. $215 a piece. You going to tell me it costs what that crazy amount of money to cut grass? No. You can't tell me that. And then the thing is they're using a lot of Haitian poppies. Correct. To cut the grass. Right. And then I know they're working for really cheap and they're probably not even licensed. Right? No offense <laughs> to them, but yeah, not, it's, not it's like saying. Like I've seen, I've lived in certain apartments, like 
high scale apartments and they're using high quality landscaping services. Like you can tell there's like a premium service. Like with these guys, they're just, you know, no courtesy, no notice. I remember my old apartment. Hey, just a reminder, even though you've been here for three years, we're cutting the grass on this day. You know, uh, we'll cover your cars. If anything, this, this place, and everywhere like grass Yo, is everywhere no my favorite part is i was like i, I remember because we all have the same hedges outside of our house if you have a hedge it's mm. the same type of plant and so i was watching it because like my hedge looked really uneven and i was like i feel like they're not cutting it you know and I'm, then i'm like no well if they're cutting everyone else i want them to cut mine too so one day the guy was cutting in the front and i think my glass is like maybe slightly tinted so you can't really see inside that well but so I'm watching him at the window. And when I tell you this dude just took the, the weed whacker and just did one, like, what diagonal once over and just went to the next house, I was like, yeah. this is what we're paying for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pointless. Pointless. Yeah, and then, like we can just do that ourselves. Right. And they're of no help whatsoever at all. So it was, it's just, it sucks. So I'm already planning on getting the fuck out of yeah, here. Me too. Yeah. So. I mean, I love living next to you, but like maybe the community behind, if we can figure out the community right there, the one that we walked to. Yes. Yes. This is a community like right behind us that we walk through all the East time. Ridge. Yes. And it's so nice. And we love going through there because it's so inspirational. Like the houses are so nice. Mm-hmm. We actually did uh, the open house one time yes. and that house was sick and it was dumb cheap. It mm-hmm. was like what? Two forty five. Yeah. And it was a French Canadian couple. They were nice. And the house was yeah. Oh my, it was very welcoming. It was first welcoming, but disgustingly high end. Mm -hmm. Like everything in that house was just like luxury. Even his coffee machine. I was like, okay, he's a brick. Right. So I'm just like, damn, remember the garage? He redid the floors. uh, Air air cooled, air conditioned. So you can have, you can turn it into a personal gym. He had tiles on the floor. It was, I think it was uh, marble flooring Mm -hmm. that he had in the garage. And I remember thinking, who? The fuck is this guy? marble flooring. Yeah. He had marble staircases, marble flooring um, upstairs. I think it was like throughout the house. He had that the vacuum system mm-hmm. the where Dyson? the vacuum was. No, the vacuum was in the wall. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So yeah. like you didn't use a vacuum. So what you do is like you would sweep up the dirt and then there's a literal hole in the wall that is a vacuum and you just sweep it and it sucks it up into there. Yeah. So you, there's no broom and dustpan. There's no uh heavy equipment to carry you literally just put your dirt there and it sucks it up into the and i was just like and there's an actual vacuum vacuum that like a little hose attachment that comes out as as well so that you can like vacuum around there so my thing is like if i get into a house i would really love to have a house that's brand new a new development where the previous homeowner gave a fuck like this guy yes like everything was precise like even outside the what was he saying? When you step outside in the patio, it's leveled with the grass. Like you remember how we just walked out and it was just like a consistent level. All the bricks were laid out perfectly. Yeah. Everything was just pristine and just high quality equipment. Yeah. And he had, I forgot how he had it, but he had the bricks so that like, even though they were spaced, there was no weeds in between yes, them. So no you weeds. would never have yes. to like weed whack in between. Yeah. So yeah. those type of things are like, that, that, that's my mentality with when it comes to technology. Like, I want to get something to where I never have to worry about it. If you buy cheap shit, if you do cheap things and, like, cut corners, you're always going to have issues and you're going to cause problems with other people. But- I would have rather have two of them Calvin Klein shirts mm-hmm. than 20, what's a cheap store? Rainbow? Where do people Rainbow. shop? I don't know. I don't Marshalls. shop there. Rainbows or Marshalls mm-hmm. or... 
So this is a Calvin Klein jean and it feels so good. It does. It's like, I was telling, I have a Calvin Klein blazer. I have a Calvin Klein dress shirt. I have a Calvin Klein polo shirt. And it's like, if you follow the instructions, the cleaning instructions, they are so good. And they keep, they, they they last. And and it's like, okay, it's a, it's a clothing brand. But when you buy quality stuff, it makes sense. It does. It just makes sense. It looks good. If, I love clothing that feels good to yes. wear. Remember, I, if you are a Patreon patron. It feels good to say that, by the way. Guys. I know, right? Whew. If you're a Patreon patron at the $10 and up tier, um, and you would have heard in the bonus episode where we were talking about uh, Gil's shirt. Like, yeah. I desperately want that shirt. Like this is the material, the shirt that I want for our patrons at the $25 and up tier, because this shirt is like, every time I find a shirt like that, I'm just like in love with it. And it's such quality. And it's like, I don't, I would never want to like do a cheap, like a hundred percent cotton, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. And the scratchy, like, I'm like, no, I'd rather pay extra to give our patrons that shirt yes. because I want it to last. Like, I want you to wear our shirt forever. No screen printed bullshit. Like, Get your uncle Tony who screen prints in his garage, which is fine. It's cool. But I feel like if we pay for it and we invest in it, it can be a clothing brand. Culture theory. Who the hell wouldn't want to wear a shirt that says culture theory? Right. With a good font, good colors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm hella excited. Mm-hmm. Donnie. Donnie getting three shirts. Right. <laughs> Donnie getting 10 shirts. Donnie's the goat. Donnie's that yeah, guy. Donnie's that dude. He's that dude. Yeah. So today we're going to do a a little bit of a short episode. So we want to make sure we stay consistent with the content, give you guys what you're paying for. And we have a little surprise. We can't really talk about it right now. We'll talk about it in the next episode. But uh, for this episode, we just wanted to do some of Travis's, of Travis's um, Poddex. Poddex. It's not called Travis's Poddex. It's just Travis. (laughs) Travis is the owner. He's the guy who created Poddex. These are some of his cards. so. So I got to speak to him. Uh, this week or last week and I kind of was asking him about how did he started Poddex and he started it he gave me we were talking about um, different ventures because he has a couple businesses and I was telling him about you know my business that I'm trying to build up our podcast and he's like well he started podcasting doing podcast consultations and seminars so people come in try to build their podcast and he's like well if you buy this package you get a pod deck you get a pod deck and to help you build your podcast and he started noticing that people would pay for the seminar course portion just to get the pod decks and people were not interested in the videos what he was selling people just wanted the pod deck people would pay to get the seminar to get the pod deck and he's like wow people want this thing so he started it and i feel like this takes our podcast to a whole different level for conversation pieces I've used it on my client's podcast. I've used it on interview videos for uh, people that are going on TV, uh, documentaries. I've used it in a lot of cool places. Right. Yeah. And we use it here on culture Culture theory. Theory. Damn it. Messed it up. Sorry. So right before we get into this, we're just going to head. We're just going to head. Going to head. Going to. I'm sorry. Everyone watch Dance 360. I can't. Every time someone says the word head, I think head, 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 head. So we're going to take a short break. Tell you where you can find us, and we will be right back. Hey guys, check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash culture theory. Stay updated with us on our website, culture theory podcast. 
com. And we're back. We're back. So we picked some random Poddex questions. So this is the interview deck. So if you're online looking at these up, this is going to be the black box. So this is the first edition, right? The yes. first edition of first the interview. Edition. The second edition is blue. Second edition is like a blue. Like a blue gray. Yeah. yeah. It's a really nice blue gray. I yeah. actually painted my bedroom that color. Really? In my. It's like uh, a matte blue. Yes. Like steel? a steel blue. Yes. yes. We are We're in right sync. here. Yeah. We're connected. So we picked three random questions, um, and we're just going to go back and forth and read them, and we're going to start with Gil. All right. So this question is, if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which one of those would you keep? YouTube, for sure. Mm -hmm. Instagram, 1,000%, and Reddit. Yes. I will say Reddit, YouTube, Instagram. Oh, damn. Actually... (laughs) Actually, YouTube is important because I upload. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. But I, I, no, you know what? Let's change that because I don't upload on my phone. So let's skip that. Yeah, that is true. But I can. Cons- I don't really consume on you on my I phone. I don't consume on my phone either. Mm-hmm. I barely have time to watch. You know, YouTube. I consume YouTube more on the TV. That's do you? Yeah, it's weird. I became that person. Like my little brother, like when he comes to my house, almost exclusively watches YouTube on the TV. I, no, I'm serious. I do. Like I watch all the reviews, all the unboxing, uh, Joe Rogan interviews, all on the TV. Like I wake up in the morning and I see what's on my feed. I watch it. Philip DeFranco, uh, Peter McKinnon, uh, I Justine, a couple other people, and I just watch it on on the TV real quick, and then I watch something on Netflix or Hulu. Oh. This, I watch your breakfast club on, on the TV. It just makes more sense for me. So I probably does. You do watch longer format stuff like yeah. interviews, podcasts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on the sense. TV, I mean, I, I'm going to start watching it on this big old 34 inch, but it's kind of different when I'm sitting on the couch, relaxing. Right. Yeah. So I would probably pick still Instagram, still Reddit, but Jose. So Jose is in Asian skincare. Well, it was primarily Korean skincare or K-Beauty company that's based in Korea. They ship to the U.S. They ship all over the world right now, but with COVID, there's some restrictions. But that was actually one of the first companies that I ever started actually buying skincare from. And I did a review for them. I got chosen to do review for a product a couple years ago. And I ended up really liking it, which is funny because I'd never heard of this company, never heard of this product. And I ended up really liking it. So... um, I was a copywriter at the time, like actually that Is was, that the that was story my job. for the, you said you saw the ad on Amazon and then you yes. said you'll rewrite it. So when they were, I, I guess they were doing the translation in house. So it made sense. Like everything was in English and it made sense. Cause sometimes if you see something that comes from Asia and it's translated, it's like put through a translator and it doesn't make sense. So you can tell that someone did like actually sit down and write it, but I, I, I was reading it and I, had just submitted my video for my my review of the product and I said, hey, by the way, I was on your Amazon storefront and I saw the copy for your store and while it is a good copy and it does it's well translated, that's not how we speak here. So I feel like if you I'm I'm gonna give you the revision that I feel like would you know reach out to more American people. It would make more sense. Like you would resonate with them better. Um it would make sense. 
So they never emailed me back. So I just like, oh, they probably don't care because it's not what they, it's not the review or whatever. But they actually used the copy that I wrote to them, yeah. the suggestion that I made, and um, they use it now. So if you go to Jose's Amazon storefront, or I guess the US, I don't know if they put it on all of theirs, but the Amazon US website for Jose, that's my copyright that I gave to them. So it's still, the wording is a little weird, but um, I didn't want to take away their voice so i just made it make sense and easier to read for americans who are visiting the website yeah i always noticed how um a lot of asian companies on youtube or or amazon they'll look they'll talk about a product works good for photography photography works good for flash and i'll be like oh i guess this is good i was like yeah this is definitely an asian company because they they get the right wording but the phrasing it's different yeah it's the same thing for like creole like creole is like in reverse like i was telling mm-hmm. you the other day did you use any of the creole that i taught you yes so they said that i said it my boss said i said it really well the bum the the bum do what was it bum do umba guy mm-hmm. bum do umba guy mm-hmm. she said that i said it right but mm-hmm. um the tone mm-hmm. the tone was yeah. wrong so she the was like tongue thing i told you yeah so she, she she's like because of what i'm saying it, it sounds flat the way you know bum doom by guys <laughs> yeah she was like she's like you actually said it really well but it, your inflection is yeah. not there it's, it, remember i told you like the message like it means like girl you gotta yeah. say like bum doom by guy so she said she actually doesn't say bum doom by guy she just says pizza and that's it yes remember i said that I like, yeah it's you, different. Started, you started like pizza and then yeah. yeah so she actually said she just says pizza because because it, it's like it says it all in the inflection and then how you say it it's it's a really cool language for like yeah. coded messages and stuff like that it's, so when i was cool. little i used to have a better i guess mouth like mm-hmm. her tongue bush 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 what is that mouth? Yeah, in mouth. French. Yeah. So I used to have a better mouth for languages, but then as I got older, I wanted people to respect me and then also be able to understand what I'm saying. So I feel like I picked up a lot more like a, like a Seattleian, not necessarily Seattleian, but you know, like just really prim and proper. So now I have a really hard time speaking French or like other languages because I feel like I sound like, like I guess in Korea a Yankee. Like mm-hmm. in Haiti, like yeah. that's how I feel, like a gringo and Spanish and yeah. stuff like yeah. So that's how I feel like I sound now. So I have difficulty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I feel like you I had the same issue, but I kind of grew up in a Haitian house, so I can like um code switch. Right. Because I could code switch like street talk, could code switch tech talk. I can code switch podcast talking as well. Yes. You know, but it's like Creole is like, oh I'm Haitian, so I obviously can fit it. Because I've heard some like news anchor reporters. Hi, this is Jessica Jasmine Baptiste, and you're live here in Miami. And she's talking, and then she'd be like, "Pizza boom, do a bye guy." You know, it's, it's it's just a thing. But I feel like you're right. You probably had more time, uh, like you said, speaking well, properly enunciating your words to the point where your tongue is like. I am flat American. Right. And then the last language. Can you do this? I can. Yeah. What the hell? But because the last language that I learned or I was trying to learn was Korean. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of inflection in Korean. 
So it's a very dead language. Yeah. So when you're talking, everything. No offense, is, but I mean, it's like, like there's this, no it's pretty. Flat. There's it's no flat. There's no like uh, pretty words you'd say like in, like you speak French. People say like it's a romantic language. Yeah. yeah. So like in English, right? So I people are gonna laugh because I always use this one, but in English I'd be like, "Hi, my name is Jessica," but in Korean it'd be like, "Chonun Jessica Nida." It's very like one note. Flat-ish, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I'm not like Chanun Jeskim Nida. Like it's I feel not, like Japanese is very more is a lot light, right? Would you say yeah. J- Japanese? I feel like has more uh, character into it. Like Watashi wa Gyo Dasuke. Yeah, like it, it's a little bit more like yeah. you know. I don't know how you would describe. It's up and down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the same thing like in French. Like I, I think it's harder because in Creole, I don't know what I'm saying. So in it's Creole? harder okay. for me to like inflect, you know, like um, if I were to say like, my name is Jessica, I'd be like, oh, je m'appelle Jessica. You know, it's, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. My name is Jessica. But in Creole, I don't know what, I know you said bum is like, give me. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the thing du I was going to say. It's bum. like to like say, mm-hmm. like to say something. No, D. No, D. Is to say so. I was just like I didn't. I don't know the actual translation. I just know that this phrase means this. So, so you, yeah, thing. you're just like putting the pieces where you think they fit, and you're just like putting it in the dark. That makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. You're trying yeah. to fit it. Like um, what is this? Um, sodi. Sodi. Sodi la. Sodi la. So I say sodi la. Like, cause someone will that always Korean. Yeah. Sodi la. So when so, I, it sounds like you said sotila. Sotila means get the get out of here. Oh my god! I'm gonna use that now. Foot sotila, like no. F-ing. When I say when I say sotila mm-hmm. at work, like because someone's always talking while I'm doing something, mm-hmm. and if you don't like get my attention, I don't hear what you're saying. So someone will be like, you know, blah, blah blah blah, and then I get to the end, and I'm just like, sotila, like what? Like what did you say? Like mm-hmm. I like what did you say? Ooh, you know what you should say? Sablondi. Sablondi. Yeah, sablondi. What does that mean? It translates into what did that white person say? <laughs> But oh, sa like that. Sa blundy. That white. What do they say? What that means is you can literally say, "What did that American say? What did that person say?" So, oh, so people, okay. people like grandmas, aunties, moms. When you go to the hospital, like you'll be like, "Well, uh, Mrs. Baptiste, you have uh, cervical cancer, and you are going to die in two days." And then she will look at me, sa blundy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you translate it to her. She'd be like, oh, okay, my Jesus going to take care of me, okay? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. yes. Yes, uh, yeah, that's what they, that's literally what happens, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything. But, yeah, Creole is great. Um, it's, language is great in general. Like It is. I love language learning. Like, I literally, I talked to my advisor, and I was like, is there, like, a, a degree I can take where I just learn languages? Poly something, polygony? Isn't it polyglot? Is that Polyglot? Polyglot. Polyglot. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. A polyglot. Somebody who studies different languages. And then I realized I don't have to pay $1,200 every three months to learn a language. I can just do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just having conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. Culture theory. Sablondi? Sablondi. <laughs> Would it be like neg if I'm like, what's that black guy say? Sablondi. You can translate what I just said, right? Yeah. What, what, that, what that nigga just said? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what that nigga say? Yeah, what that nigga say? But, but you say sa for like somebody who's uppity or somebody who's like and who's speaking a different language. So, so you sa blundi, you're like, what? Oh yeah, he said da 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 da, and you're like, 
that's like the typical response. Med. Med. What? How do you say it in Creole? Med. You know, in in French, it's mad. Mad. I mean, it's the same thing, yeah. but it's just whatever. Mad. Mad. Foot. <laughs> that means like fuck shit. Foot paralyzed. Mad. It means like fuck in French. Yes. I mean like shit. Fuck. Shiba means sh- fuck in Korean. Shiba. Shiba. The first time my friend ever said, I was like, how do you say like, how do you say like cuss words? He's like, she bad. And I was like, ooh, what is that? He's like, fuck. And I was like, ooh, that's Man, hot. That sounds hot. That sounds hot. She bowed me. <laughs> <laughs> she bowed me. She bowed me. Oh my God. How do we do this every time? I don't know. We're I don't supposed know. to talk about podcasts. I hope that you guys are still listening. <laughs> like, and donating to our do Patreon. Do people enjoy us talking? I think they do. Some yeah. people are like, I just I just like listening to you guys talk. And I'm yeah. like, really? I do too. I'm not gonna lie. I go back. Like half of our, our, our listens are probably me. I um was dry I was coming out of work. Does your phone do this where you just turn your car on and then just start playing the podcast? No. So my car does this thing where It'll play the last song that I was playing, but sometimes it just randomly plays the podcast or a podcast. And then it just started our podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me finish this part. And then there was a part where um, you were talking about like investing into stock. And I was like, huh, this is cool. You know, I was like, because people people tend to be like, oh, yeah, you just post a podcast. Do you listen to it? I actually listen to my podcast. This is. It's like a weird flex. It's not. When I was getting into YouTube, I would like look up tips and stuff. And one of them for video editing was if you can't stand to watch your video multiple times, what makes you think someone else that's not as invested in it as you are is going to be interested in it? If you're not interested, they're not going to be interested Mm -hmm. in it. I watch my matcha video a lot. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. One morning I, I actually filmed me making matcha. Like, it's going to be like a slow-mo kind of deal thing. But, like, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm inspired because I actually really enjoy matcha. So I'm going to put, like, what I drink in the morning and watch me make it kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Look at you inspiring the youth. Well, you inspired me this morning to make that video. If you're listening, if you're a Patreon member, you can listen to that bonus episode. How I talk about Jessica inspired me to do something. Yeah. Find out. But only for our Patreon patrons, our theorists. Yeah, you inspired me this morning. I'm like, that's smart. You did something about something you didn't like. I can do that too. Because I got something I didn't like. Yo, Gil be on it. I literally released my video at 10. I released my videos at 10 in the morning. 10, 14, Gil's like, yo, I love that video. It looks so good. And I was like, all right. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm." zooming in. I, I was in bed and I got the notification uh, you pu- publish a video. I'm in bed watching it. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, damn, this shit look clean." All right, let me go on the MacBook. Look also, on the- I got a like. Oh no! Oh no! My boss just texted. Me. I'm so sorry. Uh oh. Oh, I'll tell you later. But uh, yeah, when I was um looking, because I always check my metrics for my mm-hmm. videos after somebody subscribed, and I told myself. Even if I get one subscriber per video, that'll either do one of two things, either motivate me to make better video or market it better or motivate me to just make more videos because I always get at least one subscriber every time I post. Yes. Just got to do it, man. Congrats on your video. Thank you. I yeah. love it. I I, I think the- this is, I, would, I wouldn't say it's your best video, but I feel like every video you put out, you get better and better and better, especially with the equipment. Like the camera, it's a point and shoot. It's literally the new Sony ZV-1. Yes. Sony sponsor me. I'm a Sony diehard. I'm not going to lie. Like, Sony, if you if you listen to this, probably not. Maybe one day. I don't know. But if you ever listen to this, you're, 
your battery life on your shit sucks. It mm-hmm. really does. But at least on the Sony ZV-1, it does have a feature in it in which um, you can increase the time that it stays on when it starts to get hot. So it actually did cut off on me the other day. I was filming two videos back to back and they weren't that long. So maybe it was like at the 25 minute mark because for anyone who does not know, cameras, uh, DSLRs, point and shoots are not meant for video, even though it does have video capabilities. That's what camcorders are for in actual like video cameras. Yeah. Um, so the motors in DSLRs and point and shoots are actually very small. And if the camera gets too hot, you can actually damage the motor and then you won't be able to use the camera. So cameras have a function in them, which if it gets to a certain temperature, it'll automatically shut off to protect itself. So the ZV-1, which is technically it's it's a camera for content creators and like what i like to tell people is it has everything that you need and nothing that you don't so there's not a single feature in there that i'm like i'll never use this Mm -hmm. and that's what i used to get with a lot of cameras because i also tell people when you're going to buy a camera don't spend a lot of money on the body spend a lot of money on the lens because Mm -hmm. when you purchase a more expensive camera you're purchasing more features and most people don't use them so if you invest in some really good glass, you'll get a way better quality video than you buying a camera with a kit lens that has a bunch of bells and whistles that you don't even know what they do. Ty Turner of Flashfill Media says, date the body, marry the lenses. Right. Because camera bodies come out every, like how many camera bodies came out this year? Right, exactly. It's like crazy. Canon came out with a bunch of cameras. Sony came out with a lot of different cameras. The ZV-1 came out this year. The ZV-1 is great. And it's and it's really good. And I almost got it. And then a couple other cameras came out. And then the Sony uh, A7S III dropped. A7S III, yeah, it just dropped. And I'm like, okay. Then Canon dropped a couple cameras. And then they had their own little issue. But it's a lot of cameras out here that are coming out. Correct. And the Sony ZV-1 has Zeiss glass in it. So for anyone that's not familiar, Zeiss is a basically like a lens or glass brand. And Zeiss glass on the lens is quality. If you were to buy a Zeiss it's lens, the best glass. yeah, it's like some of the best glass you can get, except for the Sony G series, which is also very good. Uh, but the Sony Zeiss glass is crisp. I don't know what about that glass makes it so good, but the color straight out of the camera, like on just basic auto features, are just, it looks so good. It's crispy as fuck. Gil was. You were zooming into yes. my video yeah. trying to look for like, like a phone. I brought it to my phone, put it on the computer. Then I put it on my new monitor. And I'm like, yo, this thing looks good. It's crispy. So it's a really, really good it camera. It was never at any point where you're like, it's focusing on the back. Because I was like, okay. Because you were like on the, you were at the bottom left. And I was like, okay, there's some space here. Maybe the camera's going to like, focus. nope. Focus, stay, enough. focus on you the whole right. time. Didn't even focus on my cat that got on the bed in yeah. the video. That's good. <laughs> fucking cat it's well it's an investment she, i don't know how she manages it she really does every time if there's a small area she manages to be in that one area no matter where i am it's yeah. cool though it makes for good content yeah. so yeah That's damn cool. all right Next, i guess we'll do uh, pod deck question yeah let's uh, i guess let's, just, let's try to blow through these yeah My all goodness. right so uh so the next one is what's your guilty pleasure like guilty ple- i don't what does that really mean what does that mean like what's something that you do that you're just like it feels indulgent when you do it like me, it's like white girl anthems or like when people make playlists like on Spotify and it's like white people turn like I fucking love those. I guess my guilty pleasure would be uh, Isekais. What's an Isekai? Uh, Isekai is an anime about a character mostly falling into a video game and then being trapped there and living their life because that's like an ultimate fantasy of mine. <laughs> So like okay. all of my isekais that I watch, they, mostly you can tell isekai because the title is long. So you have like 
how not to date a girl, how not how not to date a girl in a dungeon. Right. Or it'll be like, um, how not to summon a demon lord, which rule animes, by the way. <laughs> There's one. It's not an easy kai, but it's called how much weight can you lift at the gym or something like that. Those, yeah, those those animes those. are like pretty interesting too. But isekais, like one of my favorite ones that come out recently is I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. and I love those things because it's very, um, it it's reduces my stress and my anxiety. I can be editing it. I could be not edit it. I could be editing a video or photo and I have it in the background because the isekais it's a typical trope. They're gonna have a character, male or female. Drop into a video game. They're going to go through the struggle of being in this world because they don't want to. They want to go home. Actually, most of them don't want to go home. They're just living their life in a video game because life sucks. Right. And I just could subscribe to that idea that oh, it would be so amazing to just get trapped in a video game. I want to get trapped in a game so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I want to get trapped in a video game and leave you guys in this depressing hellhole he's gonna pod de- he's gonna pod pod deck he's gonna podcast <laughs> in the video game that's gonna be he's gonna get trapped in a podcast oh my god that is a dope idea how i got trapped in a podcast oh my god <laughs> he got stuck in the read yo i'll be happy with that i want to get stuck in the mail mail uh, he gets re- stuck in the listener back, letters the listener letter p- portion oh my god that'd be dope that'd be horrible yeah all right go next question if you had someone following you around all the time, what would you have them do? If I had somebody follow me around, I'll have them assist me with photo shoots and then edit my photos and video. Ooh, yeah, probably the same. I'd probably have them help me film my videos yeah. so that I don't have to keep getting up and down and up and down and up and repositioning myself and redoing the lighting and redoing this. And So I got yeah. Alex an iPad Pro with the magic keyboard and everything. I'll show it to you when we finish. And... I was like installing some of these photo stuff in Lightroom. She was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just installing these things so you can help me edit some photos. She's like, uh, delete them, please. <laughs> I'm like, well, she's Actually. like, she's like, I don't really care for that. I just want to read emails, uh, do some light reading, um, t- pay some bills, type some shit for school. She's doing these uh, courses and that's it. And I'm like, fuck. Why can't you be a content creator? So me and my husband switched iPads because my husband had an iPad Pro. I had an iPad Air or something. I don't remember. And then he bought a drawing tablet and it has like a screen on it. So then he gave me his iPad Pro and he has my old iPad. And he just recently asked for it back. (laughs) And he's like, can I? I was like, you can just use it. I don't use it all. I only use it for, I don't remember what I, I use it for like photo editing sometimes. And other than that, like. I was like, you can just use it. I'm not yeah. using it all the time. I don't really subscribe to the idea of this is mine and it's yours. It's mine. Like my wife can literally come up here and be like, yo, I need the computer so I can do something. And like, I'm going to record a podcast. You don't, I, I don't really care. Like, I don't think we've ever had a thing where it's like the only thing that we have that's a, that are ours are our phones and our watches. Right. Well, the 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 iPad I consider mine because I'm literally signed in. He's not signed in anymore, and mm-hmm. it's all my shit. It's all my photos, all my apps. Like I left his apps on there because I think he paid for a couple of them. But as far as like the content, it's like my stuff. So I think he considers it mine in that way. But I told him I was like, dude, you can just you don't have to ask. We're married. Yeah, yeah. just use it. Yeah, it's weird. Like uh, I had a client in here one time, and this is before we had the. Uh, I had a MacBook Air. It was Alex's MacBook Air. And I was 
recording a podcast live and I needed the MacBook to do something and she had it in the room. What's your wife doing with the, your computer? First of all, none of your business. And second of all, it's not mine. It's hers. I mean, it's ours. She can use whatever she wants. She's like, oh, you don't have your own? Nigga, th- this whole computer is hers and mine. Like this whole office is hers. Like if she wanted to start a TV show tomorrow, definitely. What the hell? I feel like people feel that way when they're not sure or secure in their relationships because they're already thinking like this is mine. So if I have to get out of here, like this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like that. Like uh, even the whole because um, we share a bank account, mm-hmm. and earlier this year we we're like, let's try the whole. You have your account. I have my account. And it was, it was like, I'm going to beehive. And then it's like, I'm paying for the beehive. So it's like, wait, do you pay me back? What? It, like, and let's just stop this right now because this is, this is kind of silly. Cause yeah. it's like, okay, cool. Some people do it. It works for other people, but we've been doing it. We've been doing the shared bank account before we even got married to the point where it's like, it's, it's a foreign idea to have like separate money. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like. But if you have been in a relationship where you have your own bank account, it makes sense to you. But for us, it's like it's different. I had a my own. I had my own bank account. I had two. I had one bank, and then I kept that one, and I opened a new one when I went to college. So I had two. So I was using one for saving, and then one for something else. And then the second bank that I had, Vic also had that same one. So we ended up opening a joint bank account. So I ended up closing that first one that I had before we started dating. And up closing my own personal one that we had together because I was like, our money's one thing now. Yes. So what's the point of us having two separate bank accounts? Like it just didn't make any sense. So to me. what do you think about a LAT? What's an LAT? Uh, living, living apart together. It's a it's a new phenomenon going on with married couples where they're married but they have separate uh, places of living. No. I'm sorry. I actually really enjoy my husband. And I don't think everyone shares that sentiment, like how you actually like spending time with Alex. I like spending time with Vic. Most people don't share that sentiment. Like my husband works with me now and everyone's first reaction was like, aren't you going to get tired of working with him? Aren't you concerned that it's going to ruin your relationship? And I was like, no. I actually like my husband. Right. No, I mean, I'm saying you. I'm Now I don't have a husband, guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, he does. But me and Alex work together. And people are like, you you get tired of seeing your wife, bro? Like, we go to lunch together. At the warehouse, we have, uh, you know, buffet-style lunch. So we have dinner, technically, every night. We work together. Damn, you see your wife when you go to bed, when you wake up. You see your wife at work. Don't, I'm like, have you seen my wife? You don't want to, you wouldn't want to see your wife every single day. Right. Like, I actually enjoy talking to my wife. I actually enjoy being in her company. Right. What the hell? I got a laptop. Honest to God. This is breaking news i got a laptop simply because i can go downstairs and edit and be in the presence of my beautiful and amazing wife simply honestly that's the only reason why because i got tired of bringing my imac downstairs putting it in the kitchen because i'm like you know what i just want to work effectively and then work around you and be mobile like what the hell why don't you why are you married to somebody and you're saying you're you don't why are you married to someone you don't like yeah why are you married to, yeah why are you married to someone you don't like like why Right, exactly. Some people, like, I remember uh, every Tuesday, no, every Thursday, maybe like four or five, six years ago, we used to go to, me and co- co-workers used to go to a strip club. All these guys were married, but they'll never tell their wife that they're going to the strip club. And I was on the phone with my wife, and like, I'm like, yo, babe, we're, we're, at, uh, we're at Cheetah's. 
we're getting uh, chicken tenders. And they're all looking at me like, oh, shit, you, you're going to get it tonight, boy. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why'd you tell your wife you're going to cheat us? Uh, wait, your wife, your, your wife doesn't know that every Thursday you hang out with the boys and go to the strip club and eat free food. It's $2 parking and they give you chicken tenders. Why would like you want to tell your wife that? <laughs> it made sense to me. They like, would be like, oh, bet. Shit, I'm going to come down there too. Free chicken fingers? Right. Hell it's, yeah. They give you, it was $2 to park and it's free food till like 12. And every Thursday at work at that specific department, we get off early around like 10, 11. So we have like an hour and a half to get these free chicken tenders or free meal or whatever and see some titties. Right. Like, it's a win-win. Tenders why, and titties. Why would you want to tell your tenders wife? Tenders and titties Thursdays. Tenders and tender titties. Thursdays. Thursdays. T-T-T. So it made sense to me to tell Alex, like, yo, can you imagine, like, every Thursday we do this? Da, da, da. It's, so, it's so fun. Me and the boys, we, like, hang out. And none of them tell their wives that they go to strip club. Actually, none of them even tell the wife that they get off early on Thursdays. Because I used to get off early on Thursday and monopolize the time by doing Uber. So I'd be like, oh, hang out with the boys. Do Uber after get off, make a couple hours. They just tell their wife that they're still at work. So I'm in my mind, and I'm like, wait, but you're short on hours that week. Yeah, I don't tell my wife how much money I make. And they're going back to that same idea of not sharing a bank account, not sharing finances with your life partner. What? Oh, this is a whole other topic. That's Fuck. fucking wild. Yeah. All right, Gil, let's do our last question. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Hmm. I'm really impatient and I hate that so much. I'm in, I would say I'm, I'm impatient as well. Um, it's to the point where it's like, do you feel the feeling where you, if you have to do something, you have to do it now? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like Alex will say, uh, man, we should, what was it? It was something like wanting to go to Home Depot to get something for the washer and dryer. Like we, I wanted to get a, a Teflon tape for the drain because the drain is old and I'm really paranoid that it might be another leak so i want to like get teflon tape yeah we'll just go later no let's go now what what are we doing now what are we doing yes what 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 are we doing now no i'm just you know just getting up you know you've been up since like 12 o'clock it's three it's it's three o'clock what are we doing now no let's just go later for what why later? Let's go now. I if I start formulating, just know by the time I stop talking, my shoes are on. My shoes been on. <laughs> Gil never takes his shoes off. No, my shoes he's always are ready, ready to ready. go. He has shoes on right I'm now. I'm ready. I'm in his house. I don't have shoes on. Gil has shoes on. I'm ready he can't, to go. He's waiting for me to give him a suggestion. Yes, let's go. Right now. Yeah. Like, if we finish the podcast right now, I can just, I'm ready to go pick up Alex. If Alex is getting off work soon, I'm ready to go. I walk Jessica out the door uh, and I'm ready to go. Like right. I'm always ready. Like you've been to a couple of shoes clients and be like, you know what would be really cool if I had like a wireless mic. I got one. I got two. None of them are going to work now, but I got two. <laughs> Fuck. But I'm always ready. Like I just don't understand the whole, you know what? If it happens, it happens. No, nigga, make that shit happen. Right. Like what the hell? Like I would see people and I'm like, damn, that, that nigga got a good look for a photo shoot. Yo, bro, you you ever, you ever thinking about doing photography and modeling? Oh, oh, yeah, let's let's do. It. I got my camera in the car. I'll be right back. Take a picture. Oh, cool, bro. Oh, nice meeting. I'm actually a, a marketing agent, and that's how shit happened. Shit doesn't happen if you're just twiddling your thumbs, just like you know what? Maybe no, no. I, I don't subscribe to that shit. 
I'm ready to fucking go at any moment. And That's I, why I hate when people hit me up about stuff and then they don't want to commit to it. Yes. Don't hit me up until you're ready because you'll be like, yo, I want you to edit my videos. I'm like, yo, send me the files right now. Mm-hmm. Let's get started right now. And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's just something I was the, thinking about. I'm like, why did you get me hyped? There's a client right now that just messaged me and he said, hey, um, I want to do a video, video shoot. And I'm like, yo, I'm at, I'm at the studio right now. I'm at the studio right now. I did this shoot for this guy. He was on TV. My video's on TV on Channel E. Here we go. And I sent him the video on Snapchat. Sent him the video. He was like, oh, wow, the studio looks dope. Actually, I have a podcast studio in my house, too. So he's like, oh, okay. Sent him the invoice and everything. Oh, right now, I'm in New Jersey. So when I get back to Florida, I'll let you know. I'm like, what? And why? What? Yeah, when I get back to Florida, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Which is totally fine. But I'm all about timing, bro. Like, don't tell me that. I'm not going to hit you up. I'm not. I have so many other things going on. Like, I'm at the now. People are like, well, I wanted to uh, do something with you. I'm like, no, I, I'm doing other things. I, I don't have time to wait for you. And some people might think that's like a toxic trait. But I'm like, no, things are happening. And I have to go with the flow. I'm about to like, I can't jump rope physically. But uh, metaphorically, I'm jump roping in and out of different, different loops. And I'm keeping it going. I can't, I can't stop for nobody. Right. You let them know. Yeah. Fuck all that. Fuck them. Damn. Shit, we getting deep on this we podcast. Deep. We actually stayed on topic for that one. We did. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. Honestly. You want to do one more? Or you want to? Let's do one more. Yeah. Hold on. Let's break. I have to pee. Oh. Really bad. All right, guys. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back. Hey, guys. Check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash culture theory. Stay updated with us on our website, culturetheorypodcast.com. And we're back. We're back. All right. So now we're going with the questions still. Uh, I read oh, all wait. mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. I got to go. by. Okay. If you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in 30 seconds? Hold on. Going to get an actual timer. Oh, this is actually intense. I have the. You have 30 seconds to say something to the world. Go. We all have to strive to do better, not for ourselves, but for the future and other people. Love is totally free. We can give it by saying nice things to people, being better. Just try to be nice. Try to be nicer than you can be. It's not going to hurt. And smile more and share the love of. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Share the love of share the love of what? He guilt dies. <sighs> share the love. We'll never know. What about you? Okay. So I would say to stay in your own lane, be creative, be you. Don't let other people's opinions of you hinder your progress. Um, if you decide that you want to be an Apache attack helicopter, you're an Apache attack helicopter. Okay. Don't let your mental illness ruin your life. And I know that we can't control it, but you're a badass. Um, your depression is lying to you. Everything that you think is bad is not as bad as you think it is. Life goes on. People love you. Even if you don't know, people are secretly rooting for you. Um, people like your podcast. Your oh, okay. So that's thirty-seven yep, seconds. Yep. Sorry, I was record you. that was over. That's a little long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why does Mitchell talking? <laughs> no, that's good. I I feel like we all need to remember that we're bigger than our problems. Right, hundred like, percent. 
And you're right. Some people do allow their mental illnesses to win the wrestling match. Yeah. They're tapping out before the ring even before the match even begins. Like, well, that's depression coming at me. So I'm just going to give up. There's something that I saw and it was a joke. But now I, I take this seriously. So someone was like, my depression is, you know, my depression wants me to kill myself. Or my depression is telling me to kill myself, but you do it, you coward. Like, tell tell the depression, no, you want me to die, then you do it, you coward. So now every time I'm really depressed, I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself because you want me to die. You have to do it yourself. Um, So With my anxiety, um, just being stressed out. and Anxiety isn't real. Anxiety is not real. No, it's not. That's the thing. It's so real, but it's not real at the same time. It's your body tricking you. It's your body tricking you. I remember having an anxiety attack and thinking I'm going to die. And I was in an ambulance. And then we're at the ambulance. And I'm like, we're about to leave my house. And then the the nurses, whatever, they're testing my, you know, my heart rate. And they're like, yo, you're you're perfectly fine. What's going on? Your heart rate's elevated, but you're, you're good. And then I was like, I'm good. I feel good. Like I was literally on the ground thinking that my heart is coming out of my chest and I thought I was going to die. And now I'm like, oh, shit. This, and it's embarrassing. Do you it know is. what you know what triggered my anxiety? What? <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this. I was only like fucking nope. like 19. So, nope, no, that, I was like, this is for was our 18. Patreon patrons. I was no, I'm kidding. 18 years old and my girlfriend broke up with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was the craziest thing because I just felt so tiny and pathetic and i don't know what made me feel that way and then i remember calling aunt <laughs> telling him she broke up with me and he's like oh man it's gonna be okay and i'm like i don't know i don't know what it was i don't remember and i remember there are certain songs that i don't even listen to now because it triggers that iris it could be some bullshit a reason to find why i do the reason is you Oh, and yeah. the reason is yeah, like even one? songs like that, I don't get sad. But I remember I'm one, not a perfect yes. person. <laughs> so that song, I remember, like in my early twenties, like even after the breakup, I would hear that song and I'd be like, <gasps> crying. I I broke up with my boyfriend when I was fifteen. And I went, I had really bad depression. I didn't leave the house for eight months after that. So like some songs that still trigger that are like shorty like mine. Cause like that came out like the day after I woke up and I heard that song and I was like, I gotta show it no more. Yeah. Um, Robin Thicke lost without you. It was back. Okay. So I'm old. So MySpace was really popular still then. And he changed like the music on his thing. And he was talking about his new girlfriend and he put Robin Thicke Lost Without You on there. And I was like, he didn't do that for me. And Damn. I felt some type of way. Um, so Sick by Neo because our anniversary was June 15th. And he said, got to change that calendar ahead. That's marked July 15th. And I was like, close enough. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And that came out like right after we broke up. So yeah, them songs, bitch, I'll be in my feelings. Yeah, I was in my feelings heavy to the point where I was in ambulance. Yeah. Over a chick who broke up with me. But you know what? You're completely justified. Like people think that because they have these reactions to things to to them that seems silly, that it's not justified or it's dumb. It got worse. Like but, even as an adult, like a couple of years ago, like I thought that I was going to die again. And I'm like, oh, this is that same feeling. Yeah. But then I got a little bit more control over it. Yeah. My therapist helped me 
kind of get over it because I have this thing in my head where if you make me look stupid, I won't ever do it again. Mm -hmm. So one time we were talking about my anxiety and she was trying to coach me through like why I feel that way and to let me know that like it feels like you're going to die, but you're not actually going to die. So one thing I was afraid of was like going out or going to the movies because I was afraid of being in an enclosed space like that, having a panic attack. And then all these people watching me have a panic attack because I was having them all the time, like literally all day for months. And so I was literally afraid to leave the house. I was afraid to eat out. I was afraid to do like a bunch of shit. So she was like, what's one thing that you find really difficult with your anxiety to do? And I was like, go to the movies. And she was like, okay, why? And I was like, well, I don't have a, I don't, I don't want to have a panic attack. And she's like, why don't you want to have a panic attack in a movie theater? I'm like, well, some people will see me having a panic attack. And she was like, well, what's the worst thing that could happen if you have a panic attack. And I was like, well, then people see me and I'll be really embarrassed. And then my husband will have to leave in the middle of the movie to take me home. Cause my husband's like that. Like my husband's not going to be like, Oh, here this bitch go again. Fucking hyperventilating. Like my husband's really nice. He'll just be like, okay, let's go home. You know? So, and I'm like, I don't want to ruin the moment. And then he got to leave this movie he paid for. Cause you know, movie tickets ain't cheap no more. And cause I'm over here fucking breathing hard. And so she's like, What's the absolute worst thing that you could, that you think that would come of that? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I'd just be like really embarrassed. And she's like, would you die? And I was like, no. And she's like, no. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that would happen is if you hyperventilate, you'd probably pass out for a little bit. But then you wake up and you'd be fine. And then I was like, damn, this bitch right. So after that, and every time I think about like a panic attack or having a panic attack, I'm like, the worst thing that'll happen is I will hyperventilate and I will pass out. And then by the time I wake up, I won't have a panic attack anymore. But you know what? And I don't know if you realize this because I don't know how often you've had panic attacks, but the nap that you take after a panic attack, because that shit literally, someone said that their doctor said it's the equivalent of running a marathon, Hmm. like how it elevates your heart rate. So when you come down from it, you feel like exhausted and that anxiety, the panic attack that I don't want, I don't want one. I, a bitch, you couldn't pay me to want a fucking panic attack, but panic attack and depression naps. God damn, it'd be the best sleep you ever get in your life. That's like the only upside to mm-hmm. mental illness. That sleep hits. Yeah. That sleep be hit if you can't sleep. I know some people get depression and get insomnia, but like if you do, if you're one of them like depressed sleeper people like me, bitch, that sleep be hitting. I remember the last time I had it um, bad, I decided to have coffee. Because, oh, you know, because, no. you know, they're saying like drink something that makes you whatever and i was like, like feel comfort yeah. yeah feel comfort and i was Warm. like i like coffee i'll make coffee at like two o'clock in the morning yep that's what i'm gonna do make some coffee i didn't get any sleep and i was stressed out and i just went out for a bike ride yeah and like three four in the morning biking my my bike and just <sighs> breathing heavy yeah because a panic attack is kind of your brain is getting a signal that something's happening danger. but it does it can't differentiate between mm-hmm. what's dangerous or not it's just like oh heart rate elevated you're you're dying you're mm-hmm. having your panic attack right now so that's why like i don't have caffeine i can't have high amounts of caffeine i have, i'm a lot better about it. like if i have a accidentally have a cup of coffee instead of like decaf then it's fine like i won't freak out but my before like if i had too much caffeine or if i had anything that made me feel like loopy or something like that like anything that like changed my heart rate um, I would fucking freak the fuck out because yeah. my brain doesn't know what's happening. It just always thought that I my heart was racing because I was in danger. So I avoided that shit. But then I learned how to deal with it. So like that kind of stuff, I don't fear that stuff anymore. What helped me a lot was hearing Charlemagne say, "Yeah, I suffer from anxiety." I was like, "What? He suffers from anxiety? Him? The guy on the radio who has a podcast company who has all these ventures? He suffers from anxiety? Oh shit." 
that kind of like made it, I would say normal, but it made me realize, oh, this is conquerable. And also it's workable and it's not something that you always get, you won't get, you'll get away from, but it's always going to be there. You just have to be able to manage it. The thing about mental illness, and I don't want to make this like too long, but the thing about mental illness is when you go to therapy, a lot of people think that you go to a therapist and the therapist cures you and you never have depression or you never have a panic attack ever again. You never have an anxiety attack, but you're always going to deal with those things because these are things that you would deal with even outside of having a generalized disorder containing that particular thing. What you learn to do is deal with it. So when it does happen, it's not debilitating. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean you'll never get depressed again. It doesn't mean you'll never have a panic attack again. It just means that I get depressed, but I'm not in my room for eight months anymore. You know, I can be depressed and go to work or be depressed and go shopping or be depressed and take a shower, be depressed, make my bed. And that's what therapy does for you. It literally teaches you how to live and manage it so that you're not debilitated. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. Makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. Get you a therapist. Get get therapied. Get therapied. Therapy. Therapied. Get therapied. Pay the therapist. Sponsorship. Sponsor us on patreon.com slash culture theory. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All that. All that. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And before we go, though, we're going to again. All right, guys. So as usual. We're going to, oh, wait, hold on. We have to add number 11. Oh, yeah. Add number 11 in there. Let's add number 11. So recently, we got our latest patron, who is now number 11 on the list. Ashley. So we will read off our new list with our patrons. So my husband said, what are you going to do when you get a lot of patrons? And I said, well, I guess we're just going to hear the song on loop. Mm-hmm. Up until we get 100 patrons, are you going to read every single patron that supports the podcast? Every single episode until we reach 100. Then we'll just announce the new ones. Yes. And then maybe just the highest tiers at that one, too. Yeah, so it'll be like uh, the 25 and then the $10 tier. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully by the time we get to 100, somebody at that point has paid for like a 50. Yo, any, any, we got any rich friends out there that just don't we know what to do with money? have a lot of rich friends. They just need to see us through. Like, I'm, I've been having a little, I wouldn't say anxiety, just a little stressed out, like, Nigga, y'all see us trying to get drunk in this bedroom. Y'all motherfuckers ain't trying to support. But I'm like, you know what? It'll happen. You know? It'll happen. Just just remember when we're famous. I'm going to pretend like I don't know. You could have had this pussy, but. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to our Patreon. Just like our theorists. Your boy, Jay Pizzy. Vic Peck. Kenneth Collin. Caitlin. Alberto, Antonio McFadden, Donnie Knight, Gadalia Dormius, my mom, Andre Harris, and Ashley. Ashley. We were trying to do it at the same time. It didn't work. (laughs) Ashley! Ashley! Got to hang out with her today, today. So, today, today? Today, today. Today, today. Today, today. Nice. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to our Patreon just like. (laughs) oh my god God. at patreon.com slash culture theory a huge thank you to our amazing patreon theorists for supporting the show you guys are the bomb.com y'all are the bee's knees you hit you slap all that
Thank you so much, guys. For real. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate you. Because it's that's like do. another driving force to record the podcast every week and edit it, make sure it's out for y'all because y'all really believe us, believe yeah. in us. And we still talk about the fact that we can't believe we even got one patron. Yes. And now we have 11. Mm-hmm. Ashley came out of nowhere. Yes. Came out of nowhere. I've never talked to her about the podcast at all. Right. Ever. No, and, we, and we weren't even like promoting the yes. Patreon or anything. No. It was like a very chill week. We were like, okay, the episode's out. Let's just focus. We have a lot of shit going on this week. And it came out. Of, I literally went to Gil and I was like, yo, did you say something? Like, who? Wait, wait, like, what happened? Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Ashley, for being our surprise You theorist. have to meet her. She's pretty dope. I, I I I guess I have to now. Yeah, I'm yeah, financially yeah. obligated to You're meet her. You're financially obligated to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> but I was talking to her and she was like, I really just want to support artists. And I was like, wow. That's great. I love that. I literally don't wear like earrings. I don't wear dangly fashionable earrings, but I have a friend at work and his, his girlfriend, hopefully soon to be wife, because she is now a Harvard student. And if you don't marry her, you're dumb. But it's fine. That's besides the point. So um, I bought two pairs of earrings from her company because I was like, you know, I want to support um, people of color and small businesses. So, I mean, they're really nice. I am going to eventually wear them. I just, I bum it 98% of the time. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to have to find an occasion to wear them, but yeah, super nice. So again, thank you guys for listening. A special shout out to Travis from Poddex for making these awesome cards. We love using Poddex and, every episode that we use just because it kind of gets the ball rolling it elevates the podcast and it, it really kind of like warms us up a little bit it does yeah. yeah so thank you for making these awesome cards um thank you for sending over these these cards these are these are really like yeah those are like all the editions and like every version episode deck uh edition one for the interviews edition edition two and would we you have, rather, would you the, rather what, the heck? what the heck yeah so wait these are some sick cards travis yes. so and yeah if you haven't checked it out if you don't want to buy the physical cards there is a pod decks app that you can use that also has way more decks than this including a new recent one that they've done where they um what is oh my god i almost said contracted it's like a halloween theme. it's a halloween cult- theme cult- cult- cultured <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> too tired. They created. Yes, they created a deck with a and um another podcast. podcaster. Yes, another podcast. So yeah, so check those out. I actually started before we had all these physical cards. I was using the Poddex app to read some of the questions. And if you're not sure and you're like, hey, I don't know about this, you can actually you do a little trial where it'll give you like, I think it's like 10. It's a lot of cards, yes. like nine or 10 cards that you can actually see out of the deck for free. And these are really good questions yes. and they're super fun. So if you want to elevate your podcast, get the conversation going, there is one a deck that Gil said specifically is for episodes. So if mm-hmm. you, if you have a podcast, but you're starting out and you're like, I don't really know what to talk about. You can use some of those questions to get you going, especially people like us to have more, a generalized podcast especially so we don't talk about like sports or politics or anything so a lot of what we talk about is kind of just what's happening in culture pop culture and the news or what's going on with us personally so um something like that it, it works really well for us in particular but the questions are super fun the questions are really fun they're really fun so again thank you travis for making these sweet ass cards and um yeah so now i'm gonna go home and watch anime with my dog nice yeah that's goals that's goals it is all right y'all um thanks for listening and supporting yes and don't forget you can support us at patreon.com slash culture theory start off at the five dollar tier and you can become a patreon theorist where we'll shout you out every single episode you can be part of this gang
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who doesn't want to hear the name? Hear who doesn't want to hear this? Like, a, like an announcer who, you know, announcing your name. And stuff. Right. Your boy, Jay Pizzy. Big Peck. <laughs> Andre Harris. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can support us at patreon.com slash culture theory. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at culture theory podcast. And next week we'll be starting video. So if you want to follow us, we already have the channel up at culture theory podcast. And oh, on Instagram, I mean YouTube, and we also have our website, Poultry, Poultry, almost said Poultry Curie, Culture Theory Podcast.com. It is live now. All the episodes are updated. We're all the way up to episode 10 right now. We're recording episode 11, the one that you're listening to right now. So make sure that you go ahead and follow those. So thank you guys so much again for watching, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.